podcast content is crucial for the B2B brands we collaborate with as it provides a personalized platform <laughs> to convey your industry expertise, share valuable insights, and build that genuine connection with their target audience. That's why today my episode is all about podcasts, why maybe you should consider it, and then also to hear about a platform we've been using, which has been really helping with that background, getting those show notes together, maybe creating the blog or the email to promote those podcasts. By engaging in these meaningful conversations on our podcast, our clients have been, and we have, been establishing ourselves as thought leaders, but also, more importantly, fostering trust and loyalty amongst our stakeholder and prospects. Right now, for a company to succeed into the future, they have to concentrate on building relationships and have these relationships instill trust. This is how their brands will grow year after year. Today, my guest is Tiaga Fiera. He is the co-founder of PodSqueeze. He is the host and owner of Wannabe Entrepreneurs. And so he's going to give us an insight on how he's utilized podcast and then how the platform came to be. But before we jump in, my name is Donna Peterson, and you are listening to the B2B Marketing Excellence Podcast. I go all over the world talking with business owners, marketing directors, sales directors about their industry, about what is working, what's not, how can we all get that response, get those leads and sales that we want to grow our business year after year. So let's jump in. Good morning, Tiago. How are you? Hey, Donna, I'm very good. What about yourself? Everything good? Yeah, well, we've gone through some crazy storms here, but we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, so all is good. And today, I'm excited about talking to you about podcasts and how podcasts can help build relationships. So my yeah. first question for you is, because I noticed you host the Wannabe Entrepreneur Podcast, and mm -hmm. I wanted to know, how has that influenced your ability to connect with and build relationships with that entrepreneur community? I think having a podcast is the ultimate hack to learn something new. When I first started my journey as an entrepreneur, I didn't know much. My background is more in software engineering. And I thought that I would need to take, you know, um, a course on entrepreneurship and management. But I decided to start the podcast. And it turns out it's a great opportunity to interview and, and to speak with your idols and, and mentors for free for 40 minutes or more. So that's uh, something that I've learned. And I started to connect with a lot of entrepreneurs that I admired on Twitter and LinkedIn. And I would just ask, hey, do you want to be a part of the, the wannabe entrepreneur episode? And I will interview you about your journey. And surprisingly, they all or a lot of them said yes. And they didn't even question my number of downloads. So it got, it was 
amazing because I got to interview and to speak and actually ask the questions I had for my own business to more than 60 different uh, entrepreneurs from so all walks of life. So not only are you helping your listeners, but you're helping yourself. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, I'm a little bit egoistic or a little bit selfish there because uh, I use this as well as a technique to learn. And then, of course, I started creating uh, an audience of uh, entrepreneurs that were like me trying to bootstrap their business. And their questions are the same as mine. So we kind of align our goals and interests. And uh, I think it's good for everyone. Yeah, I totally agree. I started our podcast, I think we're in our third year. And I did it mainly so that my clients could listen to these great business leaders about their industry, what's worked, what hasn't. But along the way, I'm just like you. I've learned so much personally about these people, but also about business and how to grow our business into the future. Yeah. Definitely. So it's been great that it's, way. It's a great technique. And I, I advise everyone, if you want to learn something new, start a podcast. That's a great, a great way to do so. <laughs> Were you ever scared about starting the podcast? Were you always someone who liked to speak out? Yeah. No, I was not scared at all. Um, I love creating content. I don't love video. So <laughs> podcasting was just a natural thing to do. It's so easy. I just started with my phone. And uh, I found this app uh, back then was called Anchor. And without even knowing, my first episode was on Spotify. I was like, what? How is it possible so fast? And then I was like, well, since I started, uh, might as well just continue. And 350 episodes later, here I am. So, Well, because you, you go daily, correct? Uh, when I first started, yes, it was daily. Now it's weekly because daily is crazy. It's too much and I don't have enough content. My life is not that interesting to, to actually share a daily episode. But at first, yes. I tried. I was... I, I'm, um, I admire a YouTuber called Casey Neistat. I don't know if you know. He's from New York. No. And he used to do these vlogs. So like video logs uh-huh. where you would do this every day for, I think he went like 500 days. Every day weekends included recording like actually a video and editing and everything and i always found that so inspiring and so interesting that i just want to do the same but for you know podcast and i called it a blog instead of a vlog a podcast log <laughs> that's interesting. i've done it where i've tried to do 30 days straight and mm. i will do every single day but not weekend no i did do weekends with weekends but it's hard because like you said yeah. i i can record but then it's the editing and then it's all the background stuff like getting show notes, figuring out hashtag, you know, getting a thumbnail, all that extra piece that really adds up. And it can it could be an hour or two, even longer oh, yeah. sometime just to get Definitely. one piece out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And uh, and that's also where <laughs> we're doing here a little bit of a, of a plug. That's where PodSquiz can also help, right? So that's um, a way to create all the show notes, all the content. And the goal also with the platform was to help people like myself, you know, that I am, I consider myself lazy, right? I just want to create content. I don't want to produce all the less interesting stuff like the show notes and, and figuring out how can I repurpose my content. So <laughs> I was solving my own problem when we created PodSquiz. 
You know, I have to say that's exactly where I was. I think it was the middle of the summer and I was in the middle of doing that 30 days straight. And I'm like, oh my goodness, creating this content, getting these show notes, it's just too much work. I've got to figure out something else. And I think that's when I got one of your promotional emails about pod squeeze and I looked into it and I'm like, and at first, you know, because I've jumped on other AI tools before and I'm like, this is the answer. And then I get disappointed. But I have to say with Pod Squeeze, what I've been really happy about is it generates the content. And because I'm uploading the video with the way I speak, the way the, my guest speaks, I'm getting back content that sounds more like us, sounds like more like world innovators. And it's been very useful. Oh, I'm glad. That makes me really happy because that's exactly what we intended. We want to help podcasters to you know focus on what they really love which is creating content and uh, you know using this kind of uh, ai and and this kind of tools to help us grow and and reach more more uh, here so i'm glad that it's helping it is i really wanted it for the show notes but now it has gone even further you know within pod squeeze just for the listeners so they know and you know what tiago mm -hmm. you say it what uh, what can it generate for us what type of content can the platform generate so we have two types of content one is the re written asset that's how we started so you upload your audio or your video and like magic it will just transcribe so it will deliver a full transcription then a show, the show notes or the little description of the episode, uh, the chapters and, or timestamps that you can just copy paste to your YouTube or Spotify, a blog post, a newsletter. We also have some tweets and um, we have some uh, key, keywords and some other written assets. And then we have the media assets. And those, this is uh, something that we are working really hard um, in, the, in the past uh, two months, which, which is the video clips. Yeah. So we get or or add your audiograms. So if you if you don't have video, we'll just get your audio and um, use the chapters to create different clips and create a nice audiogram that you can just you know export it into different format aspect ratios and either post it on LinkedIn or TikTok or YouTube. And uh, and if you upload the video, we basically just use your video and put some subtitles. And you can also edit a little bit, and it's it's a great hack for to grow your podcast, really. And uh, uh, I guess everyone knows Joe Rogan, yeah. and um, I, I always ask this, like, okay, a lot of people know Joe Rogan, but how many have actually listened to the three hours episodes that he <laughs> <laughs> that he delivers? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's only the clips. Yeah. Yep. So well, we've seen that. We do. Short form definitely outperforms. We've seen it outperform twelve times better than long form. And we've, we're doing yeah. that. You know, we've always, since our podcast started, when we're done with an episode, our guests get all the links, YouTube, seven podcast platform, but then they get five or six videograms that are short in length and some are less than a minute. So you can put them up there for YouTube shorts just because right. they're so effective. And now that you're offering that service on top of the platform, it really helps companies think about putting out a podcast. Yeah, that's something that, so we have been to a few conferences, uh, mostly here in Europe. We hope to go to the US as well because there's really big ones there. But one thing that is really surprising is how many companies are starting their own podcast. 
Yes. It's 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 surprising. And uh, I spoke with a lot of agencies and they say like, most of our business comes from companies, companies that want to do podcasts for their own employees. So let's say mm-hmm. a big company uh, that has 10,000 employees. I mean, there's, there's a lot of years there and they just create content. They interview employees, they, they interview uh, the CEO or the managers or the clients. And they and it it's it makes sense for the employees to listen. Maybe the other people they don't care, but they they care, and they spend also a lot of money to in this production because they really believe in this format. Well, I feel because we do it with our clients. I always promote a podcast because not only are you getting the information out there, if you're interviewing someone else, so like I'm interviewing you, all my listeners get to listen to your viewpoint on whether you should have a podcast or not. And that just reinforces what I say to them because it's sometimes like, you know, with your mother, if your mother tells you not to do something, you don't listen. Somebody else tells you not to do it, you listen. (laughs) I think (laughs) it helps that way. But also when people watch the podcast, they really get a feeling of who you are. Are you quirky? Are you serious? And you connect with people with their personality. Definitely. It's more intimate. I think it's more, you're much more close than uh, on TV, actually. Yeah. Uh, there was an interesting discussion where in the, the festival of podcasting, where we had someone that is into podcasting, someone that was into TV and television and national television, really. And uh, yeah, they were discussing about this and the differences. And definitely it's so much more intimate. And especially because, I don't know, they are in, in your ears, right? And it's different and uh, it's, it, I, I love podcasting and I love the, the fact that you can really get close to to the, the people that you admire. And and sometimes I have a few listener, listeners and they approach me and, and it's weird because they kind of know everything about me. Yeah. So they know, yeah, Tiago, you're, you, you're doing this or I heard that you're having struggling struggle with your car, for instance, that uh, uh, someone broke in or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. But I don't know anything about you. And it's also a very one-sided relationship. But it's so interesting to see that, like, they know me, right? Yeah. Well, you know, nowadays with business, and I do a lot on the B2B side, really the industrial space, it's about building relationships. And I don't care how old your company is. Now, we're a 43-year-old company, but still, we've got to be out there consistently so that people see who we are, so that people connect with us and we build those relationships that will right. help us grow into the future. Yeah, definitely. It's. I think it's a great strategy. And it's also great when you can get to share these stories, like your car, or yeah. like I told you before, we're going. Th- we were going through a major power outage where I live, and right. it just starts to create a bond because we get to know something about each other outside of podcasting, per se. Yeah, absolutely. So when you go into companies and you're saying, "Oh, I think you should start a podcast." What is your pitch? You know, because I go into some of these legacy brands and they're like, Donna, we don't need to do a podcast. Everyone knows who we are. What should Mm -hmm. be my response back? Um, Well, to be fair, I I don't do it directly. Um, Mm -hmm. I've I've talked to a few agencies that do this. And mainly, um, there's two main reasons. The the first one is is for the internal, for the employees. Right, especially bigger companies, I think it makes total sense to start a podcast uh, yeah. because 
again, sometimes if it's a big company, when I say big, it doesn't need to be that big. I mean, I worked for in a company with a thousand employees and you already don't have connection with the other departments or with the managers. You have no idea what's going on. And having a podcast, it's something that would immediately connect you. And again, bringing the intimacy of, of a podcast, I would immediately connect more with with the CEO or uh, the management or the different teams. And maybe I would even understand, oh, in marketing, they are doing this. Maybe our team can get together and uh, and, and collaborate. So that would be my main pitch uh, for, for companies that are a reasonable size already, would be mm -hmm. just start something and you'll see that people will come together. You'll see that they'll you'll increase the trust factor of your company, which is something so important. Yes. So I'll, I'll probably go for that. And that, that would be my pitch to convince a company to start their, their own podcast. Well, that's what we do. You know, when you're saying build relationships, it's all to build relationships that instill trust because there are so many people out there promoting different services and products. The only way you can stand out is building the relationship, but also have a trusted brand. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So have you found that doing the podcast has helped you gain new clients? Yes. Um, yes. With uh, So I, I started a podcast before starting PodSquiz, right? So I had other businesses. And my first business came from the podcast, which is a very interesting story. So I was coming, trying to come up with ways to monetize my podcast. And I thought about sponsorship ads, but I didn't have um, that many listeners that would justify doing ads. So I thought, okay, maybe something related to Patreon. Uh, so I, I created a buy me a coffee platform and said, hey, you can help me out if you if you like. <laughs> and then I decided to create a Slack channel and say, if you you know start helping me out, I will add you to the Slack channel. It will be fun. We get to talk. We get to share about our challenge, uh, entrepreneurial challenges. And, and then for my surprise, people from all over the world started to join and it was a very active platform and we were just chatting and, you know, sharing everyone. So we were feeling alone, right? Because being an entrepreneur yeah. uh, can, can feel really lonely because everyone around you, they are used to the nine to five. So mm -hmm. feeling alone. And, and then suddenly I, I started to realize, wait, this is a product. It's on, it, on its own. Even if you don't listen to my podcast, you might feel alone and you want to join. And, and um, that's how the wannabe entrepreneur space was created. And, and then, of course, a lot of my clients, I would bring them from the podcast uh, into, into the Slack channel. Um, and, and from then on, I, I've, I've done that. I heard as well, for instance, that a lot of people that try to sell their companies when they're looking for an exit, having such a format, either a podcast or a YouTube channel, uh, increases trust so much so much in the in the potential buyers that facilitates the whole process. Because they'll be like, I mean, my whole story, the PodSquiz story, my yeah. whole entrepreneurial story is it's online on Spotify or on any streaming platform. Um so they can just go and check it out and see, okay, is, is he a real deal? Is he trying to scam me? No, I mean I know him because I've listened to the podcast. So I guess those would be the two examples where podcasting could really help me and, and others. That's very interesting because we're at a point now where sometimes people in the office say, but Donna, how much do we get out of the podcast? And I said, it's really hard to put a number on it because mm. I know a lot of our clients listen to it. So it reinforces them that one, we're keeping current, but also we, we know what we're talking about. 
but they're like, well, what new business have you gotten from the podcast? And that's wow, always yeah. been, that's always that's an interesting, hard. That's really yeah. Hard. Mm -hmm. You know, because how, how can you tell, is it someone you met at a trade show? So then they listen to the podcast and do you say you got a new customer from the podcast? Yeah, that's a funny that you mentioned this, Donna, because uh, my co-founder and I were discussing about that recently um, on branding. Like, yeah. what, what's the, how can we measure branding? How can we measure uh -huh. doing a podcast or uh, an influencer speaking about about your product or your business? And it's hard. Like, I've, I've again, it's one of those questions that then I brought to the podcast and asked a lot of other people that I've interviewed. And everyone said, like, I don't know. It's just everyone does it yeah. and it makes sense. Uh, we've tried to implement a few ways to test it uh, and to measure it. So the first one is when you create an account now on PodSqueeze, you, you can define where you found us. And surprisingly, a lot of people say in a podcast. Uh, yeah. not It's not our main source. It's not our main source. But mm -hmm. a lot of them say in a podcast on, on Instagram. Um, okay. And then our main source is like SEO. But um, and then I also had a, a lot of interviews of some, with some of our customers and they say, most of them really said, yeah, I found you through like a friend that saw you, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, on Instagram or on a podcast. And those tend, that's something that we're also um, seeing is that they tend to convert much faster. So yeah. it's much easier to convert someone that, you know, hear, heard from you um, on, on a podcast than someone that just, you know, search on Google because when they search on Google, they find pot squeeze and they find all the other competitors. Right. So they are just still like, they have no relationship with pot squeeze, but when they hear about pot squeeze through a podcast, they, they won't even check the other competitors. They'll be like, yeah, I like Tiago. Um, I know what they're doing. I know the struggle. I trust them. I'll just use pot squeeze. Cause they, they resonate with you and you're saying all the things that are probably answering the questions that they have. Yeah, exactly. And so mm -hmm. why look at anybody else if you get them? And this is what I do with the marketing is if you can give email marketing messages that speak directly to the individual about their pain points or their goals, and then they see a podcast that helps complement that. Yeah. You correct. know, like I said, they, they, like you just said, they're not going to search the competitors. They're just going to go ahead and sign yeah. up with you. Mm -hmm. And it's all about retention. It's about about feeling. It's funny how an online business can can be so similar to like a coffee shop, or <laughs> you know this kind of lifestyle business. Because once we have a meeting and we see each other face to face, or we hear on on a podcast, people they just get attached. They know yeah. you, right? Uh, it's like going to a restaurant where you, I don't know if you have this experience, but a restaurant that you go very often and they kind of already know what you are about to order. Yeah, and the food might not be the best food. <laughs> The prices might not be the best prices, but it's special because you know the team, you know the owner. Yeah, because they know you. Yeah. I think we all like it when someone recognizes us or knows you and you feel like there's that, I don't know, you feel special. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So I think, uh, again, it's very hard to measure, but there are some ways that you can try, but just speak with your customers and eventually you'll start seeing that a lot of them you know, they know you about the podcast or they stayed in the business because of the podcast. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my, my advice. <laughs> when I go into clients, a lot of times we'll be sitting down looking at their marketing results and I'll have like, oh, well, Donna, we did this much with you, but this is how many leads we got. And I said, well, what about branding? And they'll be like, well, we don't care about branding. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to care about branding. And same with this podcast. Like I can't put an exact number to it, but I know I every trade show I've been to since, and I'm not exaggerating, at least one person has come up to me and mentioned the podcast to me. Yeah. And I don't even, some so of these people, I don't really even good. know. Mm -hmm. So at least, you know, my whole reason to start the podcast was to get out there quality ways of doing marketing so that people didn't spend time and money on things that just didn't work. And I guess that's what you just have to have confidence in what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So I think podcasting is definitely that way. Do you have any, I know you're tight for time. Do you have any closing comments for us? Like what do you see pod squeeze doing in the future or podcasting in the future? Well, even yesterday, um, I was analyzing the data on podcasting and, and I, I kind of plotted the number of active podcasts uh, for the, the past 12 months. And it's just growing like crazy. Like there's a huge growth. So the number of podcasts that we have uh, today in, in a year from now, I don't know, they'll, they'll triple or, four, or quadruple. So I think, and everyone, like every platform, is betting on this, right? Mm -hmm. You have Spotify, you have YouTube, uh, you have Apple. A lot of different platforms are betting heavily on this medium, right? So um, I think it's it's just is like as important as knowing social media, as knowing yeah. YouTube. You need you need to know podcasting as well, or blogging. Is as as important as yeah. that, especially because now with tools like PodSqueeze. You can easily repurpose this, right? Yes. I don't yeah. like to write. I hate writing, yeah. but I love <laughs> to speak, right? I love to speak. Yeah. Uh, so now I can, and often I do this. I just have an episode where I speak about a specific topic, right? Like Texas or something. Uh, and then I convert it to a blog post right away. And and then I share it on LinkedIn and I got, I, I, I get, you know, a lot of likes. And then I share it on Twitter uh, things that I would never do before because I didn't like writing and now yeah. I can do that. So yeah, I guess my closing remarks would be for people to really look into podcasting uh, and uh, and considering as a real, really good tool for branding, marketing and self-development. Excellent, excellent. Quick, quick question. I don't know if you know the answer. What frequency is the best? Is it weekly, bi-weekly, monthly? Do you know? Have you ever analyzed that? Well, I, I did when I was doing with my, my own podcast uh, as well. I was trying to see what would be the time and how, how long the episodes would be. Yeah. In the end, the answer would be if you have content to share and you can share it, it doesn't matter if you share it once a month, once a week, once a day. Um, so I just think be in the consistent. End, it's yeah, be consistent. Yeah, yeah. That's really important. Being consistent and having content that you want to share and it's interesting. Uh, if it doesn't matter if you're if you're doing every every day, but you don't have content and you're always repeating yourself, maybe it doesn't make much sense because yeah. your listeners will be like, okay, I've heard I heard this. Uh, They'll get bored. Exactly. <laughs> They'll get really bored. Uh, but if you have always really cool, interesting stories to tell or short episodes that are really fun, do it every every day. So, yeah, I think it's whatever it feels comfortable and natural uh, for you as a host. All right, great. Tiago, thank you so much for your time and I wish you all the success with Pod Squeeze. Thank you very much for having me, Donna. You're welcome. 
Thank you for listening to the B2B Marketing Excellence Podcast. Please hit the subscribe button below so you don't miss our next episode. And in the meantime, if you'd like to talk to me, please feel free to send me an email to dpeterson at worldinnovators.com. Till next time, have a great day.